Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In the World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Nate Abarea. Get at me on Twitter at NateWST. Love mail and hate mail. I want it all. And you are so good at sending both, mostly the hate mail, though. Get it all of us at World Soccer Talk at Sports Byline USA for updates on this show and the rest of the fine programs underneath the Sports Byline umbrella. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes when you get a chance as well. Stitcher, tune in, and iHeartRadio. Special hello, as always, to the men and women overseas listening on the American Forces Network. And check out the website, worldsoccertalk.com. Our guest in this edition of the show, the founder and editor of Howler Magazine, George Qureshi, is going to be with us making his triumphant return to the show. Had George on way back when, about 100 episodes ago. That feels like years ago, so I'm very happy to bring George back into the fold and talk about the juicy year that was 2015 for soccer journalism, not only here in the U.S., but all around the world, and talk all things Howler, both looking back on 2015 and looking forward here in the 2016 calendar year. We're going to talk about the state of soccer journalism here in America. You you hear words like complicit and spineless get thrown out in regards to American soccer journalism quite commonly. I think I've thrown out those words in, in a few specific cases. We also hear about stone-throwing clickbait and and clickbait-oriented tabloid journalism. And we're going to find out where the line needs to be drawn, the difference between journalism and public relations. I cannot wait to get this conversation going with George Qureshi right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. And way up here in the far northern reaches of California, it's Sac River Derby Day. That's right, coaching my Shasta boys in our big rivalry encounter with those pesky hornets of Enterprise, the east side of the Sac River. I'm telling you, the west shall reign supreme. Purple Wolf Pack, come on you Lobos, let's do it today. Derek Ray and Tommy Smith on the call for the Sac River Derby, and Rachel Bonetta will be doing a new Rivalry Week segment live from Thompson Field on the campus of Shasta High School. And Bo McMillan and World Soccer Talk will be doing live tweets. Be sure to stay tuned for all that as I continue dreaming right here on Sports Byline. George Karachi with us after this. Avenue. 
If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Hey, America, it's me, Colonel Sanders. Now, can you guess what I'm thinking? Nope, that's not it. Nope, nope, not that. Nope, nope. Exactly. KFC's popcorn chicken is made with 100% white meat. Not like those nuggets that come in funny shapes. And now you can get them in a KFC $5 fill-up, along with a side, a cookie, and a drink. Wow, you are very good at guessing things. Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's finger licking good. At participating KFCs includes popcorn chicken, side biscuit, cookie, medium drink, tax extra. You know that non-bank private equity business loans aren't for every business, but billions of dollars have already funded across this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is Michael Medved for businessloansnow.com, where they focus mostly on monthly cash flow, not personal credit. If your business could use funding in less than 48 hours, I encourage you to research the private equity loan sector at businessloansnow.com to find out how much your business could qualify to get. That's businessloansnow.com, businessloansnow.com. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S., Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Pretty good. Pretty damn good, that's yeah! Hey, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Talk Radio, here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abaurea. Tweet me at NateWST and get a hold of all of us at World Soccer Talk. Our guest in this edition of the show is the founder and editor of Howler Magazine, making his triumphant return to the show, George Qureshi. How you doing, sir? Hey, Nate. I'm doing pretty well. Nobody's spanked me today, and uh, I've had all the water I need, so I can't complain. <laughs> Are concussions a mere myth? Uh, I've had a concussion. I was punched in the face once uh, in high school. 
Uh, I was the victim of road rage that I may have incited by honking my horn and uh, woke up in the hospital after apparently driving, dropping off my best friend at his house, going up to uh, soccer practice, asking everyone what day it was. Uh, they sent me home. And, and so, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a myth. Um, I, I can conclusively say. Well, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you just toughened up, you know, because that's, yeah. that's what it comes down to. We've got to just be tougher. Concussions are a mere myth. You don't need water when you go on a 12-mile run in the middle of the summer. And, hey, sometimes you've got to get spanked. That's how it goes. I was a sophomore, so, you know, I, wasn't, I hadn't learned that yet. And uh... <laughs> The valuable lessons of life, indeed. All right, what's new with that magazine that you're running over there, Howler? Tell me what's new with Howler, George. Oh, man. Okay, so, well, I mean, yeah, issue 10 is uh, we're working on issue 10 which is kind of kind of great because obviously 10 is the, the most important number in soccer. Everybody knows that. And, uh, you know, we're, we're you, you know, it's, it's hard for me to say I'm so in it, you know, I'm so in it. It's hard to say what's new, but yeah, issue nine came out. I, that was, that was great. And we're doing our podcast and our website. We're revamping the website. We're, we got our email newsletters. We got all this stuff going on that, that feels like it's all sort of a blur to me, to be honest. Can we get a hashtag going, George? Hashtag I'm so in it. I'm so in it. I am so in it. Uh, yeah, that's what that's, you know, uh, I, I will never I will never uh, be able to sort of take a step back because you know how it is. I mean, you do this. You sound like a busy guy. You coach. You do you do all kinds of stuff. I mean, I don't know if your listeners know the, the breadth of the things you do, but like, are you able to sort of sit back and actually take stock of everything that, that easily? It's, it's got to be. It's so hard, right? Because you just have your mind is going to so many different directions at once. From time to time, I'm, I'm able to do it, but normally when I'm so in it, it is, it is hard to, to keep track of everything and, and take that step back. But it's important to take that step back, have that gratitude, live in the moment, but also be able to take that step back and just observe everything for a moment. So I have to ask you on that note, that transitions perfectly into this. I know we're into 2016, but I, I have to take a quick look back, a, a Howler Magazine, World Soccer Talk Radio, look back to 2015, and specifically pertaining to Howler Magazine. 2015 was such a juicy, juicy year when it comes to soccer topics in, in the journalism world and, and from FIFA to CONCACAF to all sorts of other off-field situations that, that we saw and, and that are still ongoing here into this year. But talk about what 2015 was like as far as the, the challenges and, and even maybe the, the ease and the help that, that the juiciness of the year <laughs> gave you guys as as a magazine dude hashtag we were definitely in it in uh in 2015 i mean you know look some of it was some of it was of our own making some of it was total luck so let's start i guess with um the cover of uh of issue that was issue eight uh it was carly lloyd kicking set bladder in the head um you know and honestly we when we when when we dreamed that up we didn't know that either of those people would be in the news quite as much as they were they t ended up being i would i would argue maybe two of the top three uh characters in in world soccer last year i i i'm and i'm not really sure who the third would be uh so we got very lucky with that and you know we try to have a a little bit of a, a snarky you know, funny uh, take on our covers that may or may not have anything to do with reality. And it turned out that, um, you know, as we were getting this one ready to go to press, uh, Sepp Blatter was, uh, well, not Sepp Blatter, but FIFA officials were indicted uh, and Sepp seemed like he might finally topple off his perch. And of course, uh, Carly Lloyd had 
like the dream World Cup of any, you know, if you're a player and you go and have Carly Lloyd's World Cup, you just, you just, you just quit. I, I'm surprised. I'm shocked she hasn't retired after that, uh, to be honest. And so we had both of these people on our cover and it suddenly, you know, for us, the challenge is really to, to capture the, you know, to, to hit the news cycle, uh, you know, as, as well as we can, which is hard because we're a quarterly, right? So you come out every few months and, and you can't really plan that. But when that news about, about SEP and FIFA dropped, we, we had it ready and we, we were just sort of waiting for the right moment to drop it. And we, we put it on Twitter and people tended to, uh, people seemed to like it, uh, which I can understand. So we got very lucky with that. I mean, when you saw that, Nate, were you, um, I mean, you, you knew that, that, that was, that was luck, right? I mean, there's no way we could, we could have had that worked up for, uh, for, for that news event. Not I just, I just thought you guys were absolutely genius. I thought you guys had this, <laughs> this incredible crystal ball. I wanted to know what the, what the secret was. Is it protein Ooh. shakes? Are you guys drinking raw eggs? Is there some sort of hallucinogenic going on here? I mean, it, it was unbelievable foresight. You know, no, I mean, look, it, I mean, if you actually want to talk about how we, arrived at it we can do that i mean it's basically i'm looking at sports illustrated and, and espn the magazine i know they're gonna have you know women you know women from the u.s team on their cover and thinking well who's notable and sort of has that like that weight of personality that that people want to sort of talk about and and see but isn't necessarily one of the usual suspects one of the you know doesn't have a huge instagram following and people don't you know like you know you get you get what i'm saying i mean it was Abby. It was it was uh, you know Alex Morgan. It was Sydney Larue. Those are the people I thought they would put on, and and ten you know turned out I was I was close. I mean Hope Solo and and Carly Lloyd had just she'd torn up the last two uh, major tournaments that the U.S. was in. I mean she scored two you know Cup final winning goals in the Olympics and in in, uh, in the World Cup, and I thought man she could she she seems to turn it on in in, uh, in the summertime. And man we were right. And then of course Sep is just you know you can always make a joke at Sep's expense and and that one just uh that one just got that that one turned out well i guess the other juicy thing you're probably talking about is the the david beckham marcelo clore sporting kansas city story is that 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 was a good one indeed yeah that one that one was more of our doing i mean we decided to look into the whole uh the whole miami club mls expansion club uh morass and you know it just turns out that one of my absolute best writers this guy named robert andrew powell who wrote a book you might have read uh this love is not for cowards which is just fantastic and and uh you know is about living in ciudad juarez across the the rio grande from from uh uh i'm blanking here um el paso uh which you know it, at the time he lived there was uh was by far the the most dangerous city in the Western Hemisphere, maybe the world at the time. And so when he decided to go and look into this thing, I mean, we started once we were doing the reporting, we were fact checking and sort of letting, you know, giving hints or, or tidbits of what we knew to try to verify it and basically give them a, a little bit of a, a fair warning that this was coming. Uh, you know, uh, various uh, powers that be tried to shut the story down. And of course, Robert, having lived in Ciudad Juarez, was not uh, was not frightened by any of that. And uh, I was I was definitely way more frightened because, you know, it's a risk every time you put out something that, that um, people don't like. And, and we obviously exist in a, an ecosystem with MLS and with these people uh, and, and we work with them and we see them from time to time and, and we don't want to get on their, you know, can I say shit list on this show? I guess I just did. Um, you know, we don't want to do that frivolously. You want to have a good reason for doing it. And I thought we did. And so that's why we published it. Um, 
I, I realize I haven't given a synopsis of the story. I don't know if you want to do that, but uh, but yeah, that's well, people. That's the, the, the listeners, George, can go back and and look up the story. It was it was a big topic of discussion yes. back in in the spring of of this of of this past year, I believe. Right. Now. now, look, we've o- we've only got about a minute and a half before we're gonna head to break, so I want to continue this on the other side. But use that term you know, frivolously. We don't want to go after. We want to pick fights too much and and get on people's bad sides. But where's the line? Where do you draw the line in terms of hey? There needs to be a certain element of of investigative journalism, the way people have treated the FIFA scandal, the way people have started to investigate CONCACAF and not to try to throw stones where, where there doesn't need to be stones being thrown. But but in terms of investigative journalism with something like Major League Soccer, how much of a of an onus do you guys put on that at how? Yeah, I mean, look, the, the stone throwing is, is sort of the way that uh, a lot of online reporting and, and, you know, journalism in quotes has 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 gone. It's slanted that way. And, and I don't really want to be part of that but i also think that yeah as you know we we really have our credibility we don't have a huge sponsorship we don't have a huge uh a huge financial background we don't have any financial back we, we we're our own company and so you know we have to weigh the um you know the 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 pros and cons of, of bringing a story like this to the public and and saying hey this is this is these are the people who are trying to own soccer you know there's a big struggle between who owns soccer uh, is it the ownership is it people who own the MLS teams and are you know cl- you know bargaining against uh, against players you know or is it fans I mean all of us have a stake in American soccer and so if it if it furthered the sort of the public good and the common good then I think it's worth it and it's worth the risk that we went through but I, I would say that you know we, we don't want to just it's not clickbaity that it's not you know we're not criticizing or, or or, or name-calling just to get attention. That that would not be, uh, that would definitely not be worth it. George Qureshi is his name. My name is Nate Abarea. We're back after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S., Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Hey, America, it's me, Colonel Sanders. Now, can you guess what I'm thinking? Nope, that's not it. Nope, nope, not that. Nope, nope. Exactly. KFC's popcorn chicken is made with 100% white meat. Not like those nuggets that come in funny shapes. And now you can get them in a KFC $5 fill-up, along with a side, a cookie, and a drink. Wow, you are very good at guessing things. Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's finger-licking good. At participating KFC's includes popcorn chicken, side biscuit, cookie, medium drink, tax extra. You know that non-bank private equity business loans are not for every business. However, billions of dollars have already funded across this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is Michael Medved for BusinessLoansNow.com, where they focus mostly on monthly cash flow and not personal credit. If your business could use funding in less than 48 hours, I encourage you to visit BusinessLoansNow.com to find out how much your business could qualify to get. Helping your business is what we do. BusinessLoansNow.com 
the world's best matches. Live, wherever you are, with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. How long would you wait for your shower to get hot? How long would you wait for your cell phone to fully charge? How long would you wait to get relief from your nasal congestion? If you're congested now and you want powerful relief now, use Afrin No Drip. Afrin starts working in seconds and keeps working for 12 hours. So why wait when you can start to get relief in seconds with Afrin? Afrin, powerful congestion relief without the wait. Use as directed. For more information, go to afrin.com. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. But I'm now the president of everybody. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. George Qureshi, the founder and editor of Howler Magazine, is our guest in this edition of the show. Pick it up right where we left off, George. I want to talk with you kind of in, in a broader scope here about the the health and, and well-being of soccer journalism here in this country. And, and I definitely want to include, quote-unquote, investigative journalism in in this conversation and, and i deal with people on on a daily basis whether it's twitter whether it's on this show whether it's in-person conversation or phone calls who have a tendency to label the the american soccer media as a whole as as complicit or or spineless but then you get the <laughs> flip side of that which is hey from from folks like yourself in the last segment or other intelligent folks who i have on this show who say well yeah we i i don't want to be known as complicit or spineless, but I also don't want to be known as as a proprietor of stone throwing, clickbait oriented tabloid crap. So, where is the line that we draw for this, and and where do you see right now here in January of 2016? Where do you see the health and well being of soccer journalism in this country when you tie all that together? Oh man, this is a topic that I wrestle with all the time. I mean, you know, it's it's very it's something that that it has direct bearing on the future of Howler, right? I mean, so I think about it so much. And, you know, look, we're in a we're in an interesting uh, position because, um, well, look, media in general, right, is in a is an interesting position because they're they're giant companies and they they tend to dominate um, not only not only attention from people, but also also the the revenue, right? And so we can't really do what we do if there's no revenue coming in, and yet we don't have the audience the, the audience size necessarily to attract those those huge uh, companies that want to advertise with us. So it's really a balance between providing what I think of as sort of authenticity and and sort of our independent stance. I mean, in saying you know nobody is off limits. We're going to tell you what we think. We're going to be truthful. We're going to be we're going to have some wit about it and, and nobody's going to, to really escape that while also, you know, we have to be super responsible because one big mistake, uh, unlike, you know, say maybe a sports illustrated, which could weather, could weather that could, could put us under. I mean, we don't, we don't have, you know, huge cash reserves. We can't, uh, we couldn't really probably survive a lawsuit. I don't know if I should say that. Um, you know, it'd be really, it would be really hard, you know, I mean, 
we had a distributor uh, that sold our magazine to Barnes and Noble, and you have to go through one of two distributors. That was the case back then. Uh, that went bankrupt, and they owed us fifteen thousand dollars, and that was really hard to go without that fifteen thousand dollars. I mean, I, it probably doesn't sound like a ton of money, but for us, it was meaningful. That's those are people, those are writers and illustrators. We got to pay, the, the, you know, and, and think about how many subscriptions, individual subscriptions at fifty dollars a piece that represents. It's a lot. We got to sell those to to make up for it. And so, you know, it's um. Uh, the flip side of that is that I think that people who do know about us and do read Howler and, and interact with us on Twitter and, and whatnot, I think that they trust us uh, to to a, to a very large to a great extent and and sort of um, understand that that we're we're doing this because we care about it uh, more than just you know because it's a day job for us. Um, for most people who work on the magazine, it's not a day job; it's the job they do after their day job. And so you know. Uh, Look, I guess what I'm getting at and what this should all be pointing to is the fact that, you know, the, the, the media landscape here is divided between it's they're, they're the big ones that are doing this full time and providing what I think you've become used to. And then there are some some people like you guys and, and like us who are making a go of of uh, of doing it on your own and providing something that you think is missing from the marketplace. And you're hoping that there are enough people out there who appreciate it and want to see it succeed to 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 make that happen but right now that the, you know there's just not a it's not a huge pie right and so if you have a sliver of a small pie which is sort of how i think of what we have with our with our market share if you will uh i think that's where it is and we're just hoping that that pie magically or not magically but just gets bigger you know and 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 it's happening but it's you know it's a struggle to hang on and, and really compete for those for that attention you know well what type of pie is it that's the that's the million dollar question Right. It's a, it's a, it's a, well, it depends on who, you know, you, you, you mentioned people who come on and sort of talk about, you know, journalists being complicit in some big monolithic, uh, monolithic media land, you know, media thing. Right. And I think maybe part of the reason that people think that is because, um, you know, MLSsoccer.com is, is owned by the league. Right. And it's, it's also a very active publisher of soccer news in this country. Right. And so, you know, obviously that comes with, conflicts of interest that comes with, um, you know, those are people who have an, a vested interest in, you know, helping their employer and growing that specific part of American soccer. But I think all of us who are in this want to see, uh, want to see investments that have been made in American soccer pay off. And so, you know, I, I'm certainly not somebody I, who would consider, I, I don't consider myself, uh, you know, in the pocket of MLS. And yet I do want MLS to succeed because I want there to be I, I want, you know, to be able to drive over to Orlando and watch uh, a soccer game, right. you know, and so and it's the same. I want the NASL to succeed. I want to go over to St. Pete and watch a soccer game. Exactly. You know, I, I, yeah. So so, you know, I think that there is that perception and I understand why it exists. But I think that, you know, um, being smart, a smart consumer of, of soccer news is is just as important as being a smart sort of deliverer and creator of soccer news, because if you really think about it, I don't think you can come to the conclusion that we're all working to some nefarious end. I think that's kind of a, a little bit silly. It not only is it a little bit silly, but if one were to actually look a little bit deeper into that statement and realize that there, there's not enough money for, for that to be true. There, there's no – none of these journalists are quote-unquote in MLS's pocket. I mean – and some of them, if you're working for MLSsoccer.com, obviously you are technically in actuality in MLS's pockets. But yes. other than that – it's just pretty much not true. Now, I am someone who has some very strong feelings about Major League Soccer. I am I'm sometimes horrified.
horrified at the way the league is run. I have no qualms in sharing all of those opinions on this show. However, I like to also throw out that I was there supporting the San Jose Clash in 1996. I've watched my team get taken away and and brought back. I go to MLS matches. I do have deep roots with this league. I still have a lot of problems with it. And I think that's what what, what irritates me the most, George. And I want to get your opinion on this is this almost like faux gang mentality that that we seem to have right here where you're either you you support major league soccer and you want to see it you want to see it succeed or you're against major league soccer and you're a a promotion and relegation troll on twitter and there's no in between there there's no nuance whatsoever where is the nuance where is the 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 in between gray area in this is it it just howler magazine and world soccer talk radio i'd like to (laughs) think that there's more than that of course yeah and look i mean i think that the the internet is great at reducing complicated things to simple things i mean that's sort of what it what it's like a it's like a simplification machine uh and so yeah you have like euro snobs and pro rel you know, truthers and, you know, whatever, like all these different labels that, that go around. And yeah, I mean, there are people who probably do fit those descriptions to some extent, but, um, no, look, uh, I mean, I was just thinking, as you were talking, I was thinking about my own complicated relationship with MLS. Right. And, and so if you'll allow me just to get into that for a minute, I mean, cause, cause this probably, it's going to take a little bit of unpacking, but I mean, I've had, I've had, I have many reasons to, to, to both really appreciate and like the league and sort of be um, beholden to the league, if you will. And I have many reasons not to, I mean, my dad was, was an employee of the league in the first year in 96, he was the GM of the Tampa Bay mutiny. Right. So I grew up, uh, in that, in that locker room that year and, 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 and loved it. I mean, it was the best year of my life. I mean, playing soccer tennis with those guys with Valderrama and Steve Ralston and those guys was amazing. And so I'm, I'm totally nostalgic for those days. He was also fired at the end of that year and never worked for the league again. So of course there's like, well, okay, I guess that would be a reason for me to, to just like the league if if you want to if you want to like assign motivations for people doing what they do right I don't dislike the league because of that. It just it's it's something that happens in pro sports. Uh, you know, we also have done work for the league directly for the league, where the league has paid me uh, to make you know some things for the league. I mean, we made a, a digital magazine for MLS two years ago. We we uh, we've made uh, a magazine for the LA Galaxy. Um, we we've done a project with the Portland Timbers, right? And and to me, those those have been great projects. Those are the kinds of things that media companies all over the world are doing to supplement their income because you know without them we we'd have a tough time uh, paying our bills, right? But I think that it comes back to the credibility question and we've always been very upfront with the people who support us and the, you know we are we are primarily uh reader supported and so I can go to, go to those people and say, "Hey, you know, you want us to exist, obviously, you're paying a premium to receive the magazine. These are things we're doing in order to build ourselves into a, a better and more healthy and bigger business so that we can continue providing the thing that you want." And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to do things the way that we would in Howler, regardless of these relationships. So, you know, as tough as that can be sometimes, I mean, look, I I did get pressure from the league not to publish that Marcelo Clare, David Beckham, Miami story. uh, And I respectfully told them that, look, um, you know, whether or not it affects our, our relationship outside of this, it's something that I you know, we have to do, we're doing this. It's well, it's, well George, 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 we, we, we got a minute before we got to head to break yeah, here. And, and, yeah. and I have to ask you, what does that say about the state of American soccer journalism that there was actually pressure put on you at all? Because I don't think that would happen in, in other countries. 
I don't know if that's true. I think it probably wouldn't. And, well, here's the thing, right? In other countries, journalists are much tighter with with these teams. I mean, a lot of them, right? I mean, that's not true of like, say, David Kahn with The Guardian, for instance. Like, City wouldn't be able to influence him not to publish his book or his his columns. Right. But in in a lot of places, I mean, you know, um, uh, you know, when it's not just teams and it's not just teams. It's also, you know, sportswear companies, it's, it's sponsors, it's people who can influence and sort of pay for the journalism that's happening. I don't think in a lot of countries, people think of sports and soccer journalism as real journalism and things that, you know, have to be held to a certain standard or have, you know, a code of ethics around, which of course it does. But, uh, but yeah, we do. And, and I'm not surprised when people put pressure on you to change stories or to, to, to keep things out. It happens in every, in every case, but you know, there's a back and forth and there's always a, a bit of a negotiation and, you know, sometimes you give and sometimes you take and, and you know, you, you make the judgment call that you think is right for uh, for that situation. And, and, in, and, and in that situation, I'm glad that the judgment call worked out the way that it did. Again, I encourage everybody to go back and, and look at that story from uh, from spring of 2015. George Qureshi is his name. My name is Nate Abarea. We're back after this right here on Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. It's World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. Hey, America, it's me, Colonel Sanders. Now, can you guess what I'm thinking? Nope, that's not it. Nope, nope, not that. Nope, nope. Exactly. KFC's popcorn chicken is made with 100% white meat, not like those nuggets that come in funny shapes. And now you can get them in a KFC $5 fill-up, along with a side, a cookie, and a drink. Wow, you are very good at guessing things. Kentucky Fried Chicken, it's finger-licking good. At participating KFCs includes popcorn chicken, side biscuit, cookie, medium drink, tax extra. You know that non-bank private equity business loans are not for every business. However, billions of dollars have already funded across this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is Michael Medved for BusinessLoansNow.com, where they focus mostly on monthly cash flow and not personal credit. If your business could use funding in less than 48 hours, I encourage you to visit BusinessLoansNow.com to find out how much your business could qualify to get. Helping your business is what we do. BusinessLoansNow.com The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. 
Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE, 855-254-7483, or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Welcome back to the show. Nate Abarea here with Young World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You enjoying what you're hearing? Leave us a review on iTunes. Oh, pretty please. And you can also subscribe to us on TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Special hello to the men and women listening to the show on a daily basis live on Sports Byline via the American Forces Network. Be sure to check out the website, worldsoccertalk.com. If you are looking for an advantage when betting on soccer, I want to let you know about a unique open betting platform called FanBet. With FanBet, you can follow your friends and top-ranked bettors to get a wealth of betting tips to help improve your real money bets. Here's how it works. FanBet runs a weekly contest called Fan Play. Members place bets on Premier League games using betting credits. The game data is then analyzed, and the top bettors are ranked according to their success. And FanBet allows you to see live picks and betting history of these players. And by following winners, logic implies that you will become more successful. Sign up today for your free account at FanBet.com. After you log into your FanBet account, the first thing you'll see is a live stream of picks from winning bettors. Each better ranked based on their average return from their last five bets. Then you can add any pick to the odds tracker and fan bet will compare leading bookmakers to give you the best available odds for your money. It's as simple as that. Improve your soccer betting returns today with fanbet.com. Another huge thank you to fanbet.com for their support of World Soccer Talk Radio. George Qureshi, the founder and editor of Howler Magazine, is still with us here in this edition of the show. And I, I like this. By following winners, logic implies that you will become more successful. I'm applying that logic to my reading of Howler as a writer myself, George. Oh, man, I'm so I'm so glad to hear that. I, I will tell you that uh, we would be happy to publish anything, anything you want to write for us. Oh, uh, my yeah. goodness. I am. Make sure we have that recorded. <laughs> I, I am definitely yeah, going to take that? full, full advantage of that. Hey, let, let's talk the, the near and distant futures. Obviously, as, as a coach, I always you know, harp to my boys. Hey, we got to stay focused on the day at hand. We got to stay focused on the, the next game. Can't t- get too carried away here. But as a, as a quarterly magazine, you guys do have to have long-term vision in addition to short-term focus. So what's the, the, the big challenges ahead uh, for, for you guys? What are, what are the things that are really getting the creative juices flowing and for better or worse, maybe keeping you up at night, George? Oh man. Okay. So do you, let me, let me ask you this. Do you want to take this into a, like a business direction? Cause I know you're interested in like the sort of the health of soccer journalism and independent soccer journalism, or do you want to take this into like a content perspective and, and talk about what are the big stories I'm keeping? I'm going to use, I'm going to use the word nuance and the term gray area for like the 15th time <laughs> in this show. Can we find somewhere right in between George? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, look, okay, so I guess I'll, I'll start this way, right? Um, whenever we're putting together a new issue, we sort of think, okay, well, our, our readers are American soccer fans. They uh, typically are fans of the U.S. national team and then probably one to three European club teams and maybe uh, a team in MLS or in the USL or in the NASL. And so we have a pretty wide purview in terms of uh, what are the things that we can cover and, and not lose our audience, right? And, and in that sense, I think I'm very lucky because if I were doing this in England or, I don't know, pick a, pick a European country or a, a South American country, I think that the soccer cultures there 
um, are so kind of uh, deeply embedded in people's lives and their cultures that uh, there's just less freedom. People, it's harder to see past uh, the things that's happening down at the end of your block or, you know, in your city or whatever. And so, you know, I can talk, I can, I can bring stories and we brought a story in from an American guy who played, uh, he was an American professional player in Afghanistan, which is kind of amazing. Uh, we can bring in historical stories that might be familiar to, uh, to an Englishman or uh, an Italian, but, but our readers are, are just hearing about for the first time. Uh, we did a package recently on famous, um, and tragic, uh, airplane crashes that, that decimated soccer teams. And of course there have been a variety of those sadly in, in, in history. So, you know, for every, everything from FC Torino to, to Manchester United in, in Munich and down in, in, in Lima. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm getting off the, off the trail here a little bit, but I guess what I'm saying is, I, you know, our readers are so curious and they want to hear about everything. So I, I try to get a mix of, Stuff that is going to be pertinent to the U.S. national team. So in the last issue, we we had a package on some of the up-and-comers who are playing abroad at the moment that you may not be as familiar with. I mean, some of them are familiar. Cameron Carter-Vickers, uh, you know, there's a kid playing down with uh, with Boca Juniors. I mean, there's some amazing talent coming up through the ranks, and we wanted to sort of get these people on, on our readers' radars. And so we're sort of following those players and keeping an eye on them because I think we all agree there's got to be quite a bit of turnover ahead of the next uh, ahead of the next cycle. But I guess, you know, one of the things that I'm really interested in, and I want to get your take on this, is people are so hung up on Qatar, the human rights, the, uh, you know, the money involved, maybe the, the potential bribes that have happened uh, to, to get, send the World Cup there, that nobody's, you know, relatively few people are talking about the fact that the next World Cup is in Russia, which, you know, doesn't have necessarily... Not, the, exactly, the, the, not exactly a clean slate for Mr. Yes, Putin not, uh, as far as human rights violations and, exactly. you know, just blatant invasions of other countries against <laughs> right. the wishes and wills of, of that country and yeah. hundreds of other countries who, who had input on the situation, the the banning of, of homosexuals okay. uh, in, in, in the country during the World Cup. Racist others. chanting. Yeah. Racist I mean, chanting. I mean, we, we, we could go on and on here. And yes, I, I have been actually, I've talked about this on the, on the show before, and, and it, it drives me crazy. The fact that I, and here, we're, we're going to get right into this here. I feel that the reason why this happens has a lot to do in this country, at least. And, and when you look at the, the Department of Justice taking the, the impetus on, on this whole FIFA scandal and, and the way American journalism has actually been a part of it from, from New York to even, even folks like Howler Magazine and little old radio shows like mine actually totally. having the, the attitude that we're going to become investigative and do this. I feel like for a lot of people, the term Islamophobia comes in here. And, and it's so easy to look at what goes on in, in Qatar and, and see it as this horrible, evil place and completely ignore what goes on in, in Russia. And look, that's opening up Pandora's box times 10 right hmm. here. And, yeah, and I need to obviously be, be a little bit careful, but I really do feel that blatant Islamophobia plays into how people have just been ignoring the fact that Russia has the next World Cup. I don't know. You know, that's interesting. That's an interesting thought. I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily true. I, I tend to, I tend to, you know, I guess that's, that's the luxury of, uh, of publishing a quarterly magazine is, is if I, if somebody presents a new idea like that, I get to step back for a second and, and think about it. But I got to say, I think that like, you know, I think that it might be something more to do with class, um, and, and money. Uh, and, and I want to put this idea in front of you. I mean, Qatar doesn't have a a very rich uh, a very rich soccer history, right? I think we can all agree on that. They have no, none. No matter what hey, let's let's, let's just say they have absolutely none. 
Right. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, I think that when, when the U S was awarded the world cup in 94, I think that some people looked awry at that as well. And I wonder what the, I'm trying to think of a, a country, let's say it's Turkey, right? Let's say that the world cup was awarded to Turkey in, uh, 2022. And, I don't know. I, I, I tend to think that the reception to that would be a little bit different. First of all, um, I don't think people feel threatened by Turkey the same way they do by uh, the Emirates and, and those, those Saudi principalities because uh, or those, you know, in Arabian principalities, because they, they're not, they're not buying their way into cultural institutions in England and France and the U S the way that uh, the, the Qataris are in the, you know, various other uh, royal families here and there, right? And so I don't know if it's Islamophobia. I, I tend to think that, um, that it might have a little more to do with feeling threatened, like the same way, you know, if you're in England and your teams are being bought by Americans well, and Russians and Middle Okay, okay. so, so you, you, raise, you raise a very, very interesting point here, George, because you talk about folks feeling threatened by, by this, what, what's being perceived in many ways as, as this world football takeover and, and very, very threatened by how these, these people are, are invading English football and, and yeah, buying up yeah. these teams and changing the, the, the game that we love, changing the people's game into this high-class game and, and all these things that go with it. We're so so insecure about this this invasion and this, this, this world takeover of football. Well, there's the we go back to the 2018 World Cup in Russia, a country who is currently kind of actively pursuing a bit of a takeover of huh. other countries in, huh. in actuality. And so I find, yeah. I find kind of a sickening irony in, in how we're transitioning this conversation here. No, 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 no. You're, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, look, Russian, Russian uh, billionaires are totally changing the face of, of European and world soccer as well. That, that's, that's not in question. Um, you know, and it's interesting uh, in our next, you know, my, my way of trying to figure these, these things out is really to assign stories to people who are smarter than me, or at least have some experience that I don't have. And so we, we, we assigned a story to a guy for the next issue. It's going to be in the, the 10th issue, which is going to come out um, in a, a month or two. And, uh, he he went to Krasnodar, and you've probably heard the name Krasnodar recently, right? Because they're they're sort of knocking on the door of the of the Europe uh, the Champions League. They've been in uh, the Europa League uh, one or two times, and this is this this team is owned by a billionaire, and yet he appears to be different from other Russian billionaires in that he built an empire of say like it's sort of like the Russian version of Walmart, as opposed to profiting off of natural resources or state run industries. Um, and so he comes with a bit more of a I guess you could call it a, a customer service attitude because he has to keep these people happy rather than just uh, sell coal or oil or whatever. Um, and so it's a way to look at, look at this. And you're right. Most of the most of, you know, Abramovich is obviously the poster boy for this. Right. And, you know, Chelsea fans are probably delighted that, that they won um, the Champions League under Abramovich. But I think that you can look at some of the, the other effects of, of this money coming, coming into to, to Europe. And, and, it's, and it's everything from driving wages higher and, and making it less likely that your team is going to be able to compete at the highest level to something, something like, what's his name, Vincent Tan, who came in to... Uh, to, to uh, Cardiff. Is it, yeah, yeah, that's right, Cardiff, and changed the colors, right, that had been there for 100 years. Dragons, and the fans baby. are like, what are you doing? you know or 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 the whole tigers right which is which is another ridiculous episode so it's people not having a sense of tradition and knowing where these clubs came from and that they are actually trusts of the people who support them or, or at least they should be treated that way and uh 
And I think that a lot of the Qatari, you know, anti-Qatari um, sentiment comes from that. But I also think that, yeah, you're right. It should be also directed at some of these Russian uh, Russian people. The, the main difference, I would say, is that, you know, there's a degree of separation between Abramovich and the state. There's not much of a separation. And and in the in the situation in Qatar, it is really the royal family, the, the, the people that profit from uh, the natural resources there doing this themselves. And I think that is that's a main difference. I mean, and maybe it is some Islamophobia. I'd be but no, 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 George, George, the point that you make right there is is incredibly important in that Roman Abramovich is not having meetings every week with Vladimir Putin, and he does not <laughs> yeah. need to be tied into the invasion of Ukraine. Roman Abramovich did not have anything to do with the horrible invasion of the Ukraine. Back well, Abramovich up. has a, a yacht with an anti-missile, like an air anti-missile defense system on it, so he may be doing those things. I, that, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I'm going to Then again, I guess his, I don't, exactly, I guess I don't want to go out on a limb and say that Abramovich isn't <laughs> meeting with Putin. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's happening. I can't verify either way. I just And he was the governor of a, of a Russian state, remember? Okay, now I'm just sure that he's meeting with Putin. I'm <laughs> sure that they're meeting on a yacht every week, Abramovich and Putin sipping, what are they sipping Moscow mules? Oh dude, obviously some some high class vodka. High class, high class vodka. And hey, I, I just want to clarify to, to close this thing out here and, and before people get carried away with, with some of my quotes from the show today is that I want it to be viewed in, in an equal fashion. I, I, when, it, when I hear so much about 2022 and, and I hear about the, the, the Qatari bid and, and all the corruption that went into it and then the, the billions of dollars that are supposedly being exchanged here and we talk about the human rights violations, all of that saga, I, I don't see too much of a difference in terms of the sins of the Russian government in, no. in recent years. Yeah, they're both, autocrat like they're both autocratic governments, out. right? They're both autocratic governments that are, you know, that are using major sporting events to sort of whitewash the image that, 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 that you know, that, that being an autocratic government or a dictatorship kind of brings with it, right? And so as, as citizens of global soccer, we should all have an interest in, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't let them use the World Cup or the Olympics in Russia's case to, uh, to, to, to do that whitewashing. I think that we all have an interest in protecting the game from untarnishing their image because you know what happens when you use like a sponge to untarnish something? The sponge itself gets tarnished. And so that's what's happening to soccer, I think. They're both using the game, the Qataris and the Russians, both using the game to whitewash everything that is going on in their country on a horrid level or the actions of the state in, in both cases. And it would just be my wish for both of those situations to be viewed and investigated equally. And that is not me coming out and, and defending anything from, from the Qatari side. I, I just want to see it viewed on, on an even platform, the, both the 2018 World Cup and the 2022 World Cup. And I couldn't think of a better quote than, than what George just said there and how they're both using the game to, to whitewash the, the, the whole situations. And I don't want to let that happen. And I hope that you out there don't want to let that happen either. George Qureshi, I wish we could... We we could go on for another few hours here. Unfortunately, we've got to wind this thing down. Let the folks know how they can get a hold of you on Twitter, how they can follow Howler on Twitter, and how they can get a hold of that fantastic magazine. Oh, man. My last name is a, is a jumble. It's Q U. It's at Qureshi. Q U R A. Qureshi. Qureshi. That's right. No, yeah, it's Q-U-R-A-I-S-H-I. And the more important one to remember is at What a Howler. I would just love for, uh, you know, some of your listeners who haven't checked us out before to go and check out at What a Howler on Twitter and Instagram or go to our website, what a, uh, sorry, howlermagazine.com. 
take a flyer, give it as a gift. I mean, you know, we, we really, if you were listening to earlier, we only exist because uh, readers like uh, you potentially uh, have given us a shot and, and support us. So um, yeah, thanks. I, I really appreciate, Nate, you helping us get the word out. This is so important for us uh, as we do what we do. My pleasure, George. You're welcome back anytime, mate. All right, man. Hey, I, lo- I wish you safe travel back down south. And uh, hey, seriously, I-, I really do appreciate you having me on. I mean, it's 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 meaningful when this stuff happens. It really helps us get the word out. Yeah, and uh, let's definitely definitely keep in touch. I've I've got you know a couple of a couple of friends who've who've been you know through your guys' doors before, and just a lot of people yeah. have said said really good things, and and I've I've enjoyed it as well. So I'd love, definitely definitely love to see what we can continue to do, uh, both both collaboration wise and and just. Uh, furthering furthering our relationship as well. All right, Nate. Sounds good, man. I uh, appreciate it. Talk to you All soon. Right. Look forward to hearing from you, man. Cheers. Okay, bye. Again, that was George Qureshi, the founder and editor of Howler Magazine. We're back after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S., Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Pedro Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, Pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570, 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570, the Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242, 800-614-1242, 800-614-1242, 800-614-1242. 
Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Another big tip of my cap to founder and editor of Howler Magazine, George Qureshi. Be sure to check out the website, howlermagazine.com. Figure out how you can get your hands on a hard copy of Howler Magazine and follow them on Twitter at WhatAHowler. So looking forward to the FA Cup in England this weekend. The magic of the cup returns. Who says that the cup has lost its luster? If it still matters to you, then it's still as golden as ever. But I'm firmly focused, before we get into the cup, on the Sac River Derby. Come on, you Shasta Wolfpack. Come on, my Lobos. Come on, my sons. Love it. Let's go beat Enterprise. We'll talk to you on Monday. Nate Abarea, signing off, World Soccer Talk Radio. Come on, Shasta. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.